Welcome to OTG Heavyweights of Boxing. Once again, no main show, so me and Paddy will have to do the job. So, welcome Paddy to another fill-in program. How's it going, Nino? Well, it's good to be back. Yeah, it was an interesting weekend. Got lots uh, of messages on my phone. Uh, I didn't watch the fight uh, live that, that people talked about most. But uh, I came back and downloaded the thing and... What fight? people talk about most chris eubank jr is no, it no it's the the end of david price david price oh god what that was that was ter- it was just terrible like yes yeah. it was just poor i mean I, I told you how it's going to go down that he would go for an early knockout and if it doesn't come then hammer would take him apart and then yeah, it would be over for he him. He didn't need to take him apart. All Hammer needed to do was dance around for five rounds and then just David Price would have fell apart with himself. But David, oh, what a, what a disaster. I saw when he weighed in and I was like, okay, that's not going to end well. Yeah, because you were going with for, David Price initially. Yeah, for those who don't realize, David Price was nearly weighing in at 280 pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, from no. what I've heard is that after the Erkan Tepa fight, he went up to 24 stone. 24 stone, Jesus, that's a lot. Uh, for our American friends, uh, there's 14 pounds on a stone. And for my European friends, there's 6.35 kilos in a stone. So how much is so it, 24? It's, it's a lot of stone, mate. <laughs> so, I, I don't know my 24 times 14 tables, mate. Right, so that's 336 pounds. It's a lot of poundage. Mm. So uh, I think that Fury was also uh, that weight one time. Was he 24 stone? Yeah, I think he said so. I don't don't know. So, uh... yeah, I didn't think that that price would be... um, I thought that he was more like uh, a tall and... and, and Lanky. Lanky guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Didn't think that he was uh, a fat so. You can just stick a fork in him like he's done. He was nearly falling out of the ring without being knocked out. He was just from being tired. Yeah, he was tired pretty early. Uh, in the th- yeah, second, third round already. I mean, I thought I thought David Price would be able to get taper out of there, and he nearly did. Hammer. The under- yeah, sorry, Hammer. I knew taper took him out of there. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I, I thought he would get a hammer out of there. But uh, you know that was obviously before I saw that he was going to be weighing in at uh, like uh, two hundred ninety pounds, basically. So uh, you know, you make these predictions before the weigh-in, and you can't really take them back because we don't have a show between the weigh-in and uh, and the fight itself. So you know, you got to live and die your prediction and you know I, I, I learned my lesson I will never ever ever pick David Price ever again mm-hmm. uh, if he uh, decides to to continue fighting I, 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 I think he should retire yeah you think he comes to the same conclusion no 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 <laughs> I, I, I just think he can get a few the Sarlans will be in his ear They'll talk to him about how he can get a few fights together and he'll be back in the mix. Mm-hmm. And then, then he'll get knocked out again. I, I just, I'm mad at myself for picking him in the first place. It's my own fault. I was trying to, I was trying to look, I was being too cute by half by picking David Price. 
Yeah, Sauland could talk him in, into coming back, and maybe uh, they could still milk milk him a little bit in Liverpool. Say he's he's coming back, have a show there, something, <laughs> something like that. They've never really made money off him at all. <laughs> oh, that's may maybe why they're looking to cash him out. So maybe we'll see a Solis fight, David Price and Solis. Oh, Solis will beat him easily. Yeah. Even yeah, because all you have to do is wait until the fifth or sixth round and David Price is ready to die. Yeah, but uh, Solis also lost two times to Tony Thompson. Yeah, but uh, he wasn't... Like, uh, uh, like, all Solis has to do is get past mm -hmm. round five and he'll be able to knock David Price out. Like, I reckon if I, if I was trying <laughs> for a fight... I could dance around the ring for five rounds and then knock David Price out. Do you not remember? He's nearly falling over the ropes all by just down to his own weight. Yeah. All you have to do is avoid his punches for five rounds and then you've got the win in the bag. It looks that way. Uh, they said that they trained for 12 rounds and had him spar 12 rounds, but I mean, probably a uh, different situation. Sparring in a real fight. Different different story altogether, Nino. I just think, you know, David Price mentally and uh, his his chin, there's a lot of question marks over the chin there. But uh, I think mentally right now, you can stick a fork in him. He's not coming back from this. Yeah. And you, you think him uh, tiring so quickly was uh, just a question of, of his fitness or do you think it's also mentally? I think it's not just mentally. I think mentally is like uh, he, he does have issues mentally, and I think it's causing him to like stiffen up, if you know what I mean, and yeah. being nervous, which is causing him to spend more energy than he should in the ring, like trying to, if if, if you know what I'm getting at there, and. He's like, because I've no doubt that he's doing 12 rounds in a spare. Like, I've no doubt that he, he can probably do 12 hard rounds in a spare. But once he's in there and the lights are on and the pressure is on, he just crumbles. And, you know, that's David Price. But you, you reckon that if he would have been in better shape, like in his 240s, he would have beaten Christian yeah. Hammer? Uh, I think so. I think he probably would have been able to take him out when he had him hurt. Yeah. It's uh, not easy carrying all that weight around the ring, Nino. Am I right? Mm. I mean, Christian Hammer is also a big boy. He was also weighing 270 plus, I think. So that's <laughs> that's a little heavy for him also. Yeah, it is. But he's used to that weight. But he's more compact. Yeah. He's more compact. Mm. So Christian Hammer was like 15 pounds heavier than George Foreman, a uh, fat George Foreman in the comeback. So... <laughs> That's also a lot of weight, but yeah, he's used to the weight, and yeah, he had no problem pushing uh, uh, Price around the ring. Yeah, like I said, I think it's mental, mental, and he stiffens up, and he expends more energy just out of the fact that he's nervous. Hmm. I don't know. It's the only thing that would explain. Like the, he was nearly falling over the ring. He was nearly falling out of the ring, Nino. Hmm. He's bent over like an accordion. <laughs> yeah. And and he also reacts totally wrong when he gets hit and, and hurt. Oh, he's diabolical when he gets hit. Mm. 
they were telling him to, to clinch and it seems like he'd forgotten how to clinch. He doesn't know how to clinch. He should take a page out of Klitschko's book. Just try yep. to wrestle. Guess what? There's no manual shirt left to teach him that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if he just uh, would box tall behind his jab and, and not expend too much energy and be better shape, uh, he could have some success. But it, it, it's always the same. It looks li- good in some rounds, but then he totally falls apart again. And yeah. Um. So you don't think it will be the last that price uh, I think it should be but I think the Sarlans want to take a little bit of money get a little money back on their investment mm-hmm. so how about him and Tony Bellew that would be a good fight <laughs> Liverpool versus Everton yeah I think Tony Bellew would go to some park or Anfield Tony Bellew would uh, knock him out cold probably I think about so. Chinny yeah yeah, but I think that they're friends even, so it's it's not a fight that's going to happen. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, that uh, Tony Bellew, hey, the gloves are off, will probably be out by the time this hits up on iTunes. Yeah, I, I've seen a glimpse maybe. Did you see any of it? Uh, just a glimpse on YouTube. Uh, mm, what did you think? Uh, it was too short to really comment. I think Tony Bellew's delusional. I think Hayes going to knock him out cold in spectacular fashion. Uh, David Hayes' hair is out of control a little bit. Yeah, I think that's by design, though. <laughs> yeah. I think he likes it like that. Look a little goofy between fights. Yeah, you know, he, he's, he's, had hair, he's had his hair like that on quite a few occasions between fights. He actually fought one of his fights with his hair like that. <laughs> I believe it was a fight he had in uh, the Playboy Mansion. In the United States. Right. Uh, so it's interesting that David Price has now become almost uh, as a joke as Audley Harrison was. Because when he fought... I was kind of just thinking... When he fought Audley Harrison, he was Audley unbeaten. If Audley had had legs on If Audley had had some legs on him, he probably could have beaten Price. And do you remember I was saying that Audley could knock David Price out <laughs> in that fight? And this was when people were thinking David Price was a beast. Yeah, but... Um... Yeah, David Price made quick work of him. So I think Harrison yeah, yeah. could have been the first one to derail him. Well, if he had a thrown a punch, yeah, <laughs> but he didn't. So, like, what, what can you say? Thing is, if he, if, if Audley had been younger and was moving around more, yeah, he definitely could have been. Um, he could have made easy work of it, actually. And then Audley Harrison would have been right back in the mix. So who's had a better career, him or Harrison? Audley Harrison, no doubt, man. European champion. Yeah. Fucking world title challenger that he didn't yeah. deserve. Yeah. Yeah, David. Audley Harrison, man. No doubt in my mind, Audley Harrison. Okay. Prize fighter winner. <laughs> prize fighter, yeah. I mean, David Price would probably also have David won. David Price. Would have won prize fighter Are also. Are prize fighter? I think prize fighter is done now. I think but so. But David Price should have a word with Sarland and get them to pull prize fighter together. Because he'd, he'd definitely be good over three rounds, man. Mm-hmm. Get Carl Baker. And they give him oxygen in between fights. Carl, get Carl Baker back in the ring. The fridge. Ooh. I don't know if you want David Price anywhere near a fridge, though. <laughs> Him, Danny Williams, people like that. <laughs> Danny Williams. Sam still. Sexton. So. <laughs> uh, what's your man, the Bedford Bear, Matt Skelton? Yeah, and, and also uh, Larry 
Olubamivo. Big Larry. <laughs> Larry will beat him. Do you know why? No. The right. everyone that beat him. Bruce has drugs, man. Yeah. PEDs. Yeah, but Larry has started a quite impressive career as a journeyman. So he's lost like, uh, I think, 19 of his last 20 fights. Something like Sounds that. Sounds about right. It'll be pricey though. <laughs> I don't think so. So that's that was probably it for David Price. But moving on to, to another subject, uh, probably... That's unless Price Fighter makes a return. Unless Price Fighter returns, right. So the fight you probably didn't see was uh, Agit Kabayel winning the uh, European title. No, we didn't see Agikabiel. Tell think... me what happened, you <laughs> know. Tell us what happened. It was another of those. Um... Were you laugh? It was exciting. It was a barn burner. It was an, another one of those East German shows in Magdeburg. You know, I'll never watch them again. <laughs> you know? So, um... was there a James Bond entrance this one? Mm, no, but they had some soccer players there and, and all that, and, and they had some okay. training montages and all that. What about Frank Ribery? Was he there? No, some some I don't know some guy from Hoffenheim, I think, German oh, okay. football club. So I thought you were talking about like legit no, no. German I mean, players. He, he he was a Bundesliga player, so not too yeah, bad. No, but I mean legit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was fighting this Belgian guy Herf Hubo. Do you know what's funny? My friend actually knows that Belgian heavyweight. Yeah. How so? Yeah, because uh, he brings his fighters over to Belgium to, every year. They do, uh, they they fight uh, Belgian guys, and uh, they they know your man, the heavyweight lad. And is he good? I mean, did he say he was good? No, it, I didn't say anything. He just <laughs> wished him luck. Okay. I mean, the guy wasn't terrible. I haven't had an in-depth conversation about him. Like, yeah, I I, I still stood by my assessment of the situation. Right. So this this guy Hubo wasn't terrible or, or so, but he's just a very average, not much power, technically okay, but yeah, he is if he's lucky he can be in the top 100 box rack. And Kabayel also, I mean, he he's no uh world beater, but it was uh enough to beat Hubo uh, on points pretty easily. So, you know, SES were happy with with ha- uh, having another European champion. And we'll see. The, uh, it could lead to some more interesting fights, but yeah, the fight against Vach would have been much more interesting. And yeah, Gabriel, I, I don't see him cracking really the, the top I of the division. To ask: uh, Does does Christian Hammer have an opponent for his WBO European title defense? Um, the prize fight was actually declared a WBO uh, title fight, European title fight. So. Oh, so it was declared. Yeah, yeah. But does he have a? Does he have a? We, that's something we mentioned. But he also had another fight lined up after David Price. Does he have an opponent uh, penciled in yet? Uh no, no, nothing yet. Or maybe they've removed that because he uh, he celebrated a little too hard after seemingly ending the career of David Price. Yeah, still fight scheduled for the end of March. Um, says uh, European title at stake. TBA. Yeah, but it's probably going to be an easy, easy fight after this. Yeah, a uh, big name, David Price. That they're going to have him. Their approach was an easy fight as well. Yeah. So they're going to have him fight somebody like Constantine Eirich or something like that. Constantine Eirich. Yeah, who he already beat. What but... was that bloke who died again? Marcel Zeller. That, that you'd swear 
Zeller, yeah. Marcel Zeller, the Highlander. Oh, they can't bring him back. I don't know why back. he called himself. Yeah, <laughs> dig him up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But that's kind of what I'm expecting, man. <laughs> no, I mean, they call him Highlander because of his kilt. <laughs> but I thought he wore a kilt because he was called the Highlander. <laughs> I don't know, it, it, it works both ways, probably. Didn't wasn't Thomas Adamex nickname in Polish Highlander or something? Goral. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, Highlands of Poland. They need to fucking really think about these fucking stupid nicknames, you know? Mm, it's true. So Caballero, we'll see if if he's even better than Tom Schwartz, who has been hiding under the rock a little bit. It seems. Can't blame him, mate. Because uh, with uh, you know. Really nothing going on with Tom Schwartz lately, so I don't know. Maybe he can get that fight with Christian Hammer. Mm, yeah, a little, little too early for him. But he's been out of the ring for uh, more than eight months right now. So that's a long time for a young guy like him, 22 years Maybe old. Maybe he's on a, an undercover mission, you know. I mean, they had him sit sit there in, in, in the in the audience at this Caballero fight. <laughs> so he sits there every... Did mention it? No, just say, yeah, Tom Schwartz is also here. They didn't say, like, oh, yeah, he, he hopes to be back in the ring soon, or... Yeah, something like that, but nothing solid, so... Hmm. So the guy that Caballero was supposed to fight, uh, Marius Wach, is now fighting um, Erkan Tepa, actually. Okay. When's this? Uh, it's it's another one of those East German cards where Robert Stieglitz and Dominic Bösel will be fighting, but not against each other, of course. Um, <laughs> and who are who's sanctioning this card? Um, Is it, it the Austrian Boxing Commission or the BDU? Uh, BDB. Or BDB. BDB. So, yeah, Stieglitz. I mean, it's it's really funny. They they already have tickets um, for sale for this event in I think it's in Magdeburg once again. And and Stieglitz will be fighting and Bösel will be fighting, but both uh, have no opponent yet, and still the tickets uh-huh. are already on sale, even though uh, nobody knows uh, what kind of fights uh, those will be. So that's that's sounds like recipe for a sellout. Uh, I think it will sell out there. People just want to see Stieglitz and and Bösel also is liked in East Germany, so... Or in, maybe in, they're hoping it's another Arthur Abraham fight, maybe. Is that... they fought four times, have they? Yeah, four times. So, like, fucking Arthur <laughs> Abraham, Stieglitz four times, and uh, Smith twice, six fights. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> ha- nearly half of a super middleweight fights. Almost, yeah. Those bullshit fights. They're disgusting, man. Yeah, no, it's actually in Leipzig, this, this card. So, what do you think Leipzig, of, eh? of Taper versus Wach? I like that fight. Is it going to happen, though? Like, mm, Yeah, they say it, it will, but it's one of those fights that could get easily both, get scratched. Both of them are drug cheats as well. Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to do a steroid match or regular match. <laughs> so, like, because they're both on steroids, if... If one of if they both has positive, then it, it cancels each other out. <laughs> right. Hmm. So I, I think the taper should be good enough to outpoint him because Wach is pretty slow, very slow. But he's got an iron chin, so taper won't take him out. That's what I think. I I I, I think this is a good matchup, especially for an East German card. Hmm. As yeah. we all know, they're famous for being terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, mean- I had to find that out the hard way. 
The winner could be the next opponent for Kabayel, maybe. We'll see. We don't think so. We don't think Kabayel. To, to the level of, of Taper yet? No, most likely not. Well, I don't know. It, it, it's a high risk fight. European level when he's mm. on. It is. <laughs> right. Oh. So that's at least uh, probably more interesting fight than those main events. So depends on what kind of journeyman they present as, as the opponents of Stieglitz and Bösel. So another thing we should probably talk about is uh, Miguel Cotto. Not having an opponent after trying to get one Manuel Marquez again. Yeah, after James Kirkland uh, suffers uh, what broken nose in in sparring. Something stupid like that. So how how was that fight on on HBO pay per view? I don't know. It's because uh, they they wouldn't accept the fight on HBO. It's not a pay per view fight. That's for fucking sure. I mean, it's it's the worst pay per view fight I think uh, in in recent times is actually. Because two guys coming off a loss against Canelo, how are you going to sell that fight? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, it's just it's diabolical. Just Cotto's ego, man. It's right in checks that reality can't cash. Mm. So you think the Marcus fight will happen? And uh, no. No? I don't think Cotto's uh, going to fight. Hmm. Do you know the fight I would like, though? I would like Tim Bradley. I'd like to see him fight Andy Lee. At 150. <laughs> yeah, have Lee starved himself to. I asked, uh, I asked, uh, I asked uh, Emmanuel Short about that fight years ago, mm, and he I said know. it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Cotto uh, was the middleweight champion, unlike Andy Lee, who was just a title holder. Yeah, just a paper, paper champion. But uh, what was he going to say? Yeah, Andy Lee's fighting on the Golovkin undercard, so uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you think he still has a future in front of him? or? I think he should probably retire now, but sure, uh, he always has an exciting fight. Yeah, but he isn't that old yet, so... No, he's only 32. Yeah, so that's that's not too old. But my, my issue is that he's, he was getting dropped like all the time. Like, yeah, by... Yeah. Saunders, uh, Quillin. Saunders was the most worrying. Quillin, yeah. He was hurt against Karabov. Yeah. Hurt against John Jackson. Mm, pretty much every fight. Yeah. I hope he's not fighting Golovkin. Because that w would be a terrible fight. Like that's what they're looking at, though. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, that, that would be the end of, uh, of him. Definitely. But, yeah, Kodo... Against Bradley, what's up with Tim Bradley? Why not fight Tim Bradley? He has no fight. I don't know. I don't think Top Rank could want to be making another payday for Miguel Cotto. Cotto's such a punk. Like going running to bloody fucking uh, Jay Z to get to get a contract. Like he should have been more loyal to uh, the Bob Father, in my opinion. Yeah, didn't work out too well for him. Yeah, he got fed to people. Yeah. Golden boy. Right. But another thing, uh, Povetkin being uh, dropped from the WBC rankings. Well, what do you expect when <laughs> you're doing fucking PDs all the time? <laughs> yeah. You can only make so many excuses for Povetkin, you know. So there will be no qualified, that's for sure now. No, that's gone. Wilder's fucking delighted with that. Hmm. Probably. So Povetkin also isn't ranked in any other sanctioning body. So 
that's looking bad for him. I mean, he has to. I reckon the WBO will rank him if he uh, if he has another fight and maybe fights for one of their regional titles, like the Asia Pacific title that's vacant since uh, Joseph Parker won the the actual title. I mean, he could work himself up there, but I don't know why he he isn't ranked by any other sanctioning body. I think it's because he was in that mandatory WBC position thing. Hmm, maybe. So they didn't want to rank him. Hmm, yeah. I mean, he, he'll do those fights in, in, Rus- in Russia and probably get ranked, but you know, his way to a title shot uh, it w- won't be easy now. So. No, it won't, unfortunately. Although, you never know. There's a, there's a WBA title floating around, I'm <laughs> sure. Cause there's, are they missing an, a regular champion or an interim one? Uh, interim. Yeah, maybe he could fight for an interim and then fight the winner of Briggs Okendo, and there he is, bang, back in the mix. Mm. Uh-huh. We'll see. I'd like to see Hay and Paul Atkin. That's a good fight. That'd be a fun. Yeah. So we'd look to see Hay spark out Tony Bellew first. Yeah. So um. And then do you know what I'd like to do? Then I'd like to see Bellew saying, "Oh no, I feel better at heavyweight, even though I got knocked out. I want to fight. Uh, I want to fight someone else." And then I'd like to see Pavek and spark him out as well. Well, <laughs> oh, is the wrong fight for him. So at number two one, off, sir. yeah, number one, two in the rankings is now Stevern and Luis Ortiz. So. To Fern and Luis Ortiz. So they could be ordered to fight an eliminator. So Luis Ortiz was trying to get yeah. another WBA in from yeah, he... title shot. No, he actually... What's that promoter? What's his promoter called? Date promotion. Date, yeah. So um, no, I think he's in I'm line for sure. the for yeah. the Klitschko of, uh, Joshua winner. So probably won't take the WBC eliminator. So we'll see. Although you never know, they might go for that and then go for Wilder. Uh-huh. That's a more realistic win for me, hmm. if you ask me. Yeah, we'll see. So fucking Wilder's a muck, man. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting. Uh, and he, and he still hasn't fought a mandatory opponent yet. How many defenses has he had and no mandatory defenses? I think five or so. So yeah, he he said that. He he's seen Gerald Washington and he says he's not ready for him. So, <laughs> so why does he fight him then? But he's still gonna fight him. Yeah. So <laughs> I've seen the guy. And he's not ready now. for me. <laughs> like why are you fighting him? You're not meant to say shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's how little regard Wilder has for the boxing fans. So I think he's just stupid. Stupid. So maybe he thinks that those two are on a inevitable collision course everybody wants to see Wilder and, and Washington get rid of him early yeah and, and so he has to fight him and, and he has to then he can say something like that he's not ready for me if, if, if everybody wants to see the fight but if you cherry pick a guy uh, is just um, on a PBC short dial then uh, you're not supposed to say <laughs> something like that short dial <laughs> speed dial alright speed dial <laughs> Is that what it's called in in German? Yeah. Short. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, it's, it's I'm just. Start calling it. But Wallafight is is coming up. Yeah, that's two weeks. Here's a question for you: Whose career is better thus far, 
Wilder or Joshua? Hmm. Yeah. It's tough. If to Joshua say. beat Klitschko, yeah, then, then, then it's a wrap. There's no question. No. I mean, I would say that they're pretty even right now, but Joshua has half of the fights only. So, I mean, Joshua's fought Charles Martin, Brazil. Charles Martin. <laughs> I wonder what Charles Martin's doing now. Probably shooting up heroin or <laughs> something. Yeah, maybe. We're getting <laughs> shot. We won't see him in the ring, probably. So, another thing I wanted to discuss... How long that Charles Martin was the heavyweight champion of the world? Charles yeah. Martin. He was uh, probably the worst of all time. That, that must kill David Price. <laughs> Charles Martin Charles picked up Martin the title. Yeah. heavyweight and he couldn't. Mm. You know what? Maybe that's something David Price can look into. Yeah. The Charles Martin because like you know he's not going to be in good shape because he's been like just hanging around smoking weed all day. Mm. I don't know. Maybe Saarland can can get in touch with him. I'll never pick David Price again. <laughs> Even against ten pick German. It doesn't matter who he's fighting. You know, they could bring, they could dig up Marcel Zeller, and I, I wouldn't pick David Price. Hmm. Yeah, probably a good move. If um, they put Marcel Zeller on a stick on a remote-controlled car and drove him around the ring, I think he could beat David Price. Hmm. Yeah, said Pricey. But uh, another thing I wanted to discuss is Andre von Farah fighting on the Thurman Garcia undercard actually against Chad Dawson. That's a that's a fight of the washed up uh, light heavyweight right now. <laughs> think... Gotta give uh I think uh gotta go with Von Farah man. You think Von Farah's also washed Even up? He got his chin well he we, we don't we haven't seen it yet. Maybe Joe Smith just that good man. Mm. Yeah. No, I think he just got caught there. Yeah, so, uh, and you think Chad Dawson's washed up? Oh, beyond. I mean, he lost to Tommy yeah, Carpenter. So, the car. That was one of uh, the hand-picked opponents for, that they were looking at for Night and Cleverly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that tells you all you need to know about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was hand-picked Chad, for Cleverly. So. Chad, da- Chad Dawson is, is, is beyond washed up, so... Um, yeah, I mean, he, he stopped Cornelius White in his last fight, so... That, Cornelius? I mean, also no hope, but at, at least uh, that's... A, I wonder if Cornelius White is a black man. I bet he is. Yeah, for sure. You'd have to be. I think Cornelius and White I also... I wonder if he's related to... I wonder if he's related to Dylan White. No, he's spelled with, with an I. You never know, mate. He's spelled with an I, okay. not with a Y. <laughs> But Cornelius White uh, fought, right, fought also Kovalev uh, one time. And, uh, Once upon it. Yeah, but but he had a, a good re- record uh, up to one time, but then he quickly got uh, stopped by... By Dawson. No, by Donovan George, and then also by Kovalev, Thomas Williams Jr. So. Donovan George! <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in a while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, he was fighting uh, Edwin Rodriguez. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, one last thing before we go. Um, isn't the Roy Jones Bobby Gunn Chris fight? Eubank Jr.? No. Is it this weekend? 
Mm, when is the Bobby Gun fight? Gil versus Will. Uh, yeah. The Bobby Gun fight. Do you mean the Roy Jones fight? Yeah, Roy Jones versus Bobby Gun. It's there you go. It's next Friday. So we can cover it next week. But uh, here, here's the one we haven't talked about: Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah. yet. Right. Maybe we should wrap God, up with with, is, with that. Oh. So did God, you watch? God, I, I downloaded the the ITV broadcast. So what do you say about him, uh, ITV like now, celebrating him? This was the ITV pay per view. Hmm. This is a pay per view, Nino. Yeah. So they were celebrating him About like like he was a real world champion and all that, just because he picked up the IBO title. Jesus, Nino! It was made me cringe. And the saddest thing out of the whole thing is that the IBO belt is disgusting looking. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to be walking around with it. Like, yeah, it you know, I always cheap. feel bad. Like when, yeah, I always feel bad when fighters have have a real belt and an IBO belt, <laughs> and then they give the IBO belt to yeah. one of their pals to carry <laughs> out. I always feel bad for that guy because, like, he's got the fucking <laughs> shit belt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, oh no, I'd hate to have to carry that belt out. Like, I wouldn't even carry it out up. I'd just be like behind them so we couldn't see that I wasn't carrying it. Holding it high, like, I'd be ashamed to carry that belt to the ring. It's just disgusting, look. Like, it's just, it's just filthy, look. It's like they're trying to be like the WBC, but it's a disgusting color of green. It's like the kind of color that your nanny's couch would be. She had a le- an old leather couch from like the nineteen seventies. That's the kind of green color it'd be, green leather. Yeah. So they did didn't even mention that uh, the IPO is is regarded uh, as a minor belt and so, and, and how like, how the belt the even got to, to Quinlan. Yeah, we're, we'll give the we'll we'll give we'll give it some credit. It's the it's the best of the minor belts. Yeah. But. But you cannot call you yourself know, world champion if you if you no, get the IBO belt because how was Daniel Gill fighting for a world title? Yeah, coming off a loss to Miguel Angel Cotto. Bad loss. Yeah. And then then he lost to Quinlan. Yeah, and a nobody from Australia with eleven fights. So, off. Uh, yeah, he was given. Uh, he was given. Junior, he, Junior wasn't having everything his own way. Um, hmm. pretty much he was. I mean, he would. Aquino would fire back sometimes with his right hand, but yeah, I mean, he was was yeah, touching him up is, a little bit. Eubank Junior, Eubank Junior should have got him out quick because like he was an eleven fight novice, you know. Yeah, but it, he was tough. Had a hard head, I think. So. And Ubik is not, not a devastating puncher. He's quick and all that, but uh, I don't think he's got very heavy hands. Sorry? Andy Lee, Chris Eubank Jr. Andy Lee, Chris Eubank Jr. Would be good. Yeah, why not? We'll see what happens. Who would win? I wouldn't like to see Andy fighting for that belt. I don't know. I'm going to have to see if Andy gets dropped in his <laughs> next fight or not. I'll make a decision. If he doesn't get dropped, it's like, like if the thing is, if Andy lands on him, he's like he's it's done. Like I think the Andy Lee from the from the uh, Quillen fight takes it. 
good old Andy Lee. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 it was it was so so sad and disappointing that they were packaging this as a world title fight. And mm. what's more, they were charging people twelve pound fifty to watch that trap. Yeah. So if you wanted to see an undercard, which included David Price getting stopped because he was overweight, and then Chris Eubank against an overmatched opponent, then you probably got your money's worth. That's what you're hoping for. So what do you think is, is next up for for Eubank? You think he'll get the rematch against Saunders? Mandatory. <laughs> mandatory. Yeah, he'll have a mandatory, a mandatory IBO defense, as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> Very strict they, on those mandatories. You gotta fight those mandatories. Mm. Yeah, they are. They don't mess around. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. He, he gets the the Ubank rematch. So uh, the like, Saunders rematch. They, so here's the thing. I, I just want to clarify. So this uh, Vladimir Klitschko and uh, Anthony Joshua fight is for the DIBO, is it? Yeah, vacant. <sighs> When was you Tyson Fury? See. When was Tyson Fury stripped of the IBO belt? That's a good question. I don't know. They <laughs> seem to just wanted to give it to Klitschko. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking Tyson Fury gets a raw deal, if you ask yeah. me. But go on with with a question. Like he never, like Vladimir never once fought a mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Tyson Fury can't even keep a hold of that one. I don't know. Uh, but but you you wanted to ask something else, I think. Uh, we can't remember now. It's probably something irrelevant. Yeah. Something. I wonder how many. I wonder how many pay per views that sold. Hmm. I don't know. So where do you think? I'm gonna go with thirty thousand. Ubek goes from here. Where do you think he goes from here? Because he mentions Golovkin all the time. No man. Why does he mention Golovkin <laughs> all the time? But then when he gets offered to fight Cal Brook, ends up being fed to Golovkin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, man, not not a chance. He's gonna talk about how he's a super middleweight now. Oh no, I'm a full full on super middleweight. I'd have trouble getting down to 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 uh, to eleven and a half stone. Blah blah blah. That's what will be said. I've got an opponent for him. First IBO defense. It's Paul Smith. <laughs> Paul, oh, oh, proven super middleweight uh, title contender. Yeah. I think that could happen. Uh, but, you know, it's Paul Smith operating at, uh, at Cruiserweight now. Is he? He's gotten so out of well, shape. Didn't he, fight, uh, didn't he fight Andre Ward at 178 pounds? Yeah, something like that. But I think he can there get down go. to He's 168. Oh, he can easily make... Paul Smith could make 160 if he tried. Hmm. I like how he disrespected the sport by not even trying to make weight. You know, he never tried to do anything in that training camp. He just turned up the way he turned up. <laughs> he didn't try to cut weight at all. Yeah. I mean, that's what Chavez should do. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Turn just up heavy. Turning up, weighing in at 180 pounds. Yeah. Go into the ring at 190 and then <laughs> he's done it in the past, man. Yeah, and remember he did it with Brian Vera, and then they moved it from a 12 round to a 10 round. Mm -hmm. Changed the weight class, I think, three times or so. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. You picking Canelo? I don't know. I need to. I'll, I'll release my uh, pick closer to the date. Mm -hmm. Because he's, he's by far the biggest guy. 
Canal will, will have fought. Hmm. We'll see. But it was stopped by Fanfara, so hmm. yeah, not, not that good. Um, okay, so I think that brings us to the end of the program. So thanks, Patty, for coming on, wrapping up a lot of important Very stuff. Proud, you know? So um, yeah, we'll see how this thing develops. If if there's going to be a main show, I was hoping last times there would be one, but maybe we can do one on a Saturday uh, on a uh, on a uh, late on a Sunday or something if it doesn't come together right maybe we'll do like a conference call a couple of guys maybe even have MCH on he says he wants to no, come on MCH <laughs> and MCH needs to apologize for his Cooney country comments if he wants to come on <laughs> the main show yeah we'll see Whatever to happened to those Cooney, I thought he lost his mind and was never seen again, and I thought it was RC pretending <laughs> to be MCH. No, it was real real MCH. So, Are you buddies with MCH, Nino? Facebook buddies, yeah. <laughs> not re- Did you <laughs> not inviting them down to Austria for some mountain walking in the, in the summer or some skiing in the winter? Uh, no, we haven't gotten that far yet. So, but but he's <laughs> he's a nice guy. So Shavi lost his mind when Lomachenko beat Gary Russell Jr. Yeah, I think he's doing better right now. So we'll see if he can come on. And uh, in the meantime, check out OTG on the social media sites, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>